Welcome, everybody. December 27th, 2021, Filibuster Freestyle could be our final pod of the year 2021. Maybe we'll get a couple others in. On the docket to bring back to the pod, our buddy Jeremy Johnson, man cook good, likely talking sports, though. Also, way too long since we last had our friend from Philadelphia, Dan O'Brien, on the podcast. Hoping to rectify those two things soon. Potentially this week, which would mean also this year uh, here in 2021. But if you celebrate whatever you celebrate, including Christmas, which happened to be two days ago, I hope it has been or will be great. I know some folks celebrate as late as January 6th, 7th in terms of when they have their winter festival, for lack of a better term. And then we all know that if you follow the Roman year scale, if you will, uh, it's going to be 2022 really soon. And while some of us still think it's 2020, let alone can't believe 2021 is over. COVID's here. Omicron's here. Delta's gone. Maybe. We don't know. I think so. I'm not a public health official. Anyway, get as vaccinated and as boosted as you possibly can if you're able to and willing to do it. You should do it. But anyway, again, not a public health official. Just kind of trying to use some common sense. Anyway, got a good one for you today in that no notes, just me, but hopefully I can piece this bad boy together. Let's go theme song. Subscribe, rate, and review the Filibuster Freestyle wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, we're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Filibuster Freestyle. We appreciate you listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing, telling your friends the old-fashioned way, word of mouth. Like I said, here's the theme song. On the other side, got some hot takes for you, baby. Filibuster, Filibuster Freestyle. All right, so what I'm going to do today is tell you why you, why you won, if you're a Patriots fan, New England Patriots, that is, you shouldn't be too worried and you should be enjoying this season. But on the flip side, why ultimately... If you're conditioned to worry anyway, you probably sh- you're going to be worried at some point. I'll talk out of both sides of my mouth on that soon. But places listening, it's been a while. Number one, just outside of Mission Viejo, California, is a place called Aliso Viejo. Checking in at number one this week. Nairobi, Kenya is in the top ten for the first time ever. Thanks for listening to Nairobi, Kenya. A new spot listening, Targoviste, Romania. Targoviste, Targoviste, Romania. Really appreciate the folks there listening as well as everybody else. Talking about countries listening, France, number one still. The U.S., number two. Kenya and Germany tied in third place. Romania's in there. New Zealand, India, Mexico, Italy, Canada, United Kingdom, Belize, and Bulgaria. And one country whose name I continue to never mention on purpose. I know you're listening. You know I know you know I'm listening. But I won't give you the satisfaction of saying it out loud. Anyway, before I get into my Patriots takes, so a very popular candy out there, and it's been out there for a long time, Dove chocolates, they call it Silky Smooth Secrets, which a lot of alliteration and pretty a wild name for a candy, but whatever. These little kind of squarish shaped candies, dark chocolate ones happen to be the best in my opinion. They come in different forms and shapes and sizes in terms of milk chocolate, dark chocolate. I'm sure they make them in white chocolate, et cetera whatever. But, and these have been on here forever, what I'm about to share with you. 
On the inside, when you unwrap the red foil, because they're all individually wrapped, there are, there are messages, little pithy quotes from, I guess, people who send them in, but who must also be fans of Dove Secrets, a.k.a. Dove Silky Smooth Secrets. So I happen to have three in front of me here, because I wolfed down three uh, of these little bad boys before I jumped into the studio today. So I'm going to read you them, read where they're from, and just remind you that if you're eating Dove... Unofficial sponsor of the week, Secrets. You can get a little bit of motivational uh, excellence coming your way from the inside of your wrapper. So first, this one is from Autumn B. in Florida. Every moment matters, including this one. Woo! Can't say it better myself, Autumn B. Thanks very much. Secondarily, from Rachel O. in Washington. Doesn't specify Washington State or Washington, D.C. Regardless, keep life moving forward. Looking backward is only for time travelers. All right, Rachel, I appreciate you sending that in to Dove. And Dove, come on, man. First of all, don't put Rachel out there like this because keep life moving forward. Life is moving forward whether anybody likes it or not. So mentality-wise, sure, keep looking forward, keep life moving forward. But the way it's written, you can misconstrue that. But most importantly, looking backward is only for time travelers. So many problems with that statement. And I don't mean like I'm mad about it, even though I'm getting excited and raising the tone and pitch of my voice. I mean, it's just factually inaccurate. One, time travel is impossible, we think. And if it is possible... I believe physicists are pretty sure you can only go forwards. Number two, if you look at the stars in the sky, you are literally looking backwards through time. You are literally looking at light coming from a star that is tens of dozens of hundreds of thousands of years old, if not more. Literally looking at the past, and you're not even worrying about life moving forward or backwards. You're just looking up. But if time travel is possible, again, phys- phys- physicists maintain that the only way to go into the into time travel, space continuum, whatever, is pretty much you got to go way into the future. <clears throat> Number three, looking backward is something one can do literally. I can literally look over my shoulder. I can literally turn around. In fact, if I'm backing out of a parking space, I have to look backward. Am I a time traveler? No. Am I a traveler? Yes. So anyway, Rachel O, it's not your fault. It's pithy. It's supposed to be fun. But Dove, you shouldn't have put your girl Rachel out there like that. Hope you guys can hear these, these, these uh, metal wrappers crinkling too in the microphone. But don't worry. The third one encompasses pithiness, and I'm here for it. Libby W out of California. Your vibe attracts your tribe. And I'll tell you what, as wrong as Rachel O was... Libby W is correct. Your vibe does attract your tribe. Let me hit pause. Let me get a drink of water. Dove Silky Smooth Secrets. By the way, it's not a secret if you put it on the inside of the thing. Also, all female identifying names, which is totally cool. However, I'm now going to keep an, an eye out for, do they happen to have any names that skew male? Or otherwise, by the way. Because it's not just female and male identifying folks that I want to hear from, frankly, when I eat my Dove Secrets. All right, moving on to the Patriots. All right, so I'm here to talk about why you shouldn't be worried about the Patriots losing 
yesterday to the Buffalo Bills and a week ago or so against the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, you're starting a rookie quarterback. Mac Jones. Josh Allen, who everybody's talking about being the greatest quarterback Buffalo has ever had, he was 6-10 and his rookie year. So, so Mac's going to have a better year. I mean, even if the Patriots wind up losing four in a row to close the season, they're going to be 9-8. and eight. So Mac Jones is going to have a winning record as a rookie QB. Meanwhile, the Patriots had their first losing season in years last year with Cam Newton at the helm. So off the bat, you've got a rookie quarterback who should, in theory, make a leap over this next winter and likely might even have one or two more leaps in him after that in his next 10 to 15-year career if he stays healthy and hungry and motivated and gets good coaching and wants to take that coaching and develop himself. So you got to feel pretty good. Number two, expectation-wise. Okay, two years ago, team started out 8-0 off of the Super Bowl against the Rams. They won their first eight. They finished 4-5 and five down the stretch. Tom Brady throws a pick six to end his last game as a Patriot against the Titans. Pats get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. And obviously, Brady goes to Tampa Bay, wins the Super Bowl. Pats start Cam Newton, miss the playoffs, go 7-9. Okay, Cam Newton wasn't even in the league until about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, playing for the Panthers. Panthers are abysmal. Cam does not look any better. In fact, he looks worse than he did last year, which leads me to believe, in fact, the only games Cam has won in the last three years have been the games he started for the Patriots. So both in 2019 and in 2021, all games Cam Newton has started, he has lost while he was 7-8 and eight as the Patriots starter last year and missed one game due to COVID. So you got to feel good about the fact that the Patriots have been able to prop up someone like Cam to be respectable, even though the year before and the year after, he really struggled. Um, you've got to like where Mac has progressed to, but also you've got to think about where were your expectations when the season started? You would have felt good about the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs last year. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. You would have said, unless you're completely looking through the rosiest colored sunglasses of all time, you know what I would take this year? A competitive year where we have a winning season and we make the playoffs. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's a 99.9% chance that if the Patriots can win one more game, they're going to be in the playoffs. And if they win them both, not only are they in the playoffs, but if anybody slips up, they could sneak in and still steal the AFC East. So we're not in a bad spot. 15, 16, excuse me, games through the season. Whatever we are. No, 15 games through the season. We're 9 and 6. The extra weeks really throw me off. Okay, but beginning of the year, lost to the Dolphins, who at the time didn't appear to be a very good team. Lost the Dolphins by one point in Mac Jones' first ever NFL game, and you were driving to win the game with an unfortunate fumble. You beat the Jets. You got, you got beat fair and square, knocked out by the Saints. You lost a really tough one to Brady at home on a last-second field goal miss. You rallied the next week, even though you came out flat against a, a bad Texans team. You found a way to win. You lost an OT to what appears to be then and now a very when they're healthy, potent offensive Cowboys team. They took care of business against the Jets. You had a big comeback road win against the Chargers. You smoked the Panthers on the road. You smoked the Browns, who could still be a playoff team at home, though they're not very good. You smoked the Falcons on the road, who also could still be 
albeit a very slim chance of a playoff team. You took care of a banged-up Titans team at home. And let me stop there. Running into the Titans game, the Pats went from 1-3 to 7-5. With the stretch coming up of Titans, who at time were in first place, the Bills, who won the division last year, the Colts, who were red hot, and the Bills again. I felt five weeks, excuse me, five weeks ago when it happened, Shoot, if we can go two and two here and then take care of business on the back end against the Jaguars and the Dolphins, go eleven and six, that's a hell of a season. Well, I'm here to tell you, even though they went two and zero and then they went zero and two, that's still two and two. So handling the Titans, getting very cute against the Bills and throwing the ball three times in a wind and snow festival, and finding a way to beat the Bills, going on the road and losing to the Colts, and then giving one back up to the Bills in a red hot performance by Josh Allen yesterday. Two and two is two and two, no matter how you slice it. Would it have been a lot cooler if they went three and one? Would it have been a lot cooler if they went four and zero? Absolutely. But it also would have been a lot cooler if they hadn't have fumbled when they were driving to beat the Dolphins in Week One. It also would have been a lot cooler if they had not missed that field goal in the rain against the Buccaneers in Week Number Four. Those are games they could have won too. But the bottom line is, you've got a nine-win team. That is one win away from double digits, two two wins away from 11 and six. And if the Bills happen to slip up in the next two weeks and the Pats take care of business, you go right back to probably being the three seed as the AFC champ, AFC East champ, excuse me. So I just don't think you need to feel bad about it. Think about this. The Red Sox in 2020 punted on their season. They played 60 games that year and won like 18 or something wild. Last year... Battle with the Yankees, battle with the Rays for the first half of the season, found a way to sneak in, hosted a one-game playoff, ended the Yankees season, ended the Rays season, okay, ran into a buzzsaw finally against the Astros. But if you told me the Red Sox from 2020 were going to reboot in 21 and be one of the last four baseball teams playing, I would have said I'll take that, even though I was disappointed that they wound up losing four in a row to the Astros for the season to end. All I'm saying is, the Pats needed to go 2-2 two and two down this stretch that they just finished of Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills. They did it. Now you got to take care of business against the Jaguars. And, of, of course, now, of course, said of course twice, the Dolphins are surging, so you've got to find a way to go to Miami and win in a place that's always tough to win in. But even if you go 1-1, one one, you're still probably going to make the playoffs at 10-7. and seven. But if you go 11-6... You're in. You're in, baby. And that's what matters. And I would have taken that at the beginning of the year at the rookie quarterback. And I feel like so would you. And you being the royal you, Ustedes. So let's not panic yet. And also let's acknowledge that unless they play perfect against good teams and win the battle of field possession, turnovers, good fortune, they're not good enough to beat good teams every week. As Bad as they played at times against the Colts, they came back. As bad as they played yesterday in the first half, they still had a shot. And the Bills played really well. But the Patriots needed to take advantage when they had a chance mathematically to do so. And every time it was like Lucy pulling the football from Charlie Brown, the Bills were able to just quickly pull the football away. Just a little bit more talented, a little bit more execution. And if the Pats had been able to swing the field possession battle or swing the turnover battle in their favor, they would have been right in it to the point of probably in it to win it. So all is not lost. This is not a dominant team, but this is a very solid team capable of being very good week to week. I think you got to say as 
unmotivating as last year was, this year is, you know, a little bit Jekyll and Hyde, but you feel like we're on the upswing. And that's a beautiful thing. Filibuster Freestyle, if I don't talk to you before the new year, happy new year. Enjoy the rest of 2021. We really appreciate y'all listening as always, subscribing, rating, reviewing, as I said earlier. It really does help people find the show. And this was our most downloaded year ever in the seven, almost seven-year history of the show. We'll be celebrating the seventh anniversary of the show in late January 2022. But in the almost seven years of the show, 2020 was our best year until 2021. Thank you for making this year our best year ever in terms of downloads. Really, really appreciate it. It's been very difficult this year to get motivated to do the show as much as we did in previous years for all kinds of reasons that, you know, just chalk it up to being busy and and being a little bit bummed out about the fact that we're still doing this pandemic thing. But we soldier on, you soldier on. We appreciate it again. All the respect in the world to all y'all for doing what you do at all times. And we will see you in 22, if not sooner. Thanks a lot.